0: Welcome to Box to Box Football.
1: Welcome to Box to Box Football here on a Friday morning and we are coming to you with a little bit of a different look tonight. JJ, Sean, Mike, Kyle, they're all not available tonight. So I brought in my good buddy, Anthony Gallo, someone who for years tried to get me into soccer. It kind of failed, but we eventually got there, thankfully. Big Syria guy, big mm-hmm. Roma guy, big man city guy. So I, I told uh Sean, who who is kind of the uh, spearhead of this podcast, a big Manchester United fan, that you like Serie A and that you like the Premier League. I did not mention that you're a Man City fan. Now, Oof. the fact that he has a Liverpool fan and a Man City fan hosting this podcast, uh, I don't know. I don't know how he's
0: going to feel about that, but... but and it's you a know, wonderful time to be a man you hater. It, it really
1: is cuz they they have been <laughs> it's been one hell of a year for them under Ten Hogs. so. But they they
0: they actually have not played lately. Um they do play on Sunday, I believe. And not that your listeners probably care, but just to, you know, put some respect on the American game. I am also a huge NYCFC fan.
1: So. That's right. Yes. That I know uh, Kyle's a big into the um the MLS as well. And Kyle's also a Fulham fan. So I I kind of was hoping America. Yeah, he actually fell in love with them, you know, more than a decade ago when they had all those guys that were American players. I know that that was kind of his story of getting into the game. But, but yeah, I, I was kind of looking forward to having a little back and forth with Kyle about the uh, Carabao Cup from this past week. Now, we had two matches. First we had on Tuesday, Chelsea beating Middlesbrough 6-1 to in the second leg. Now, the first leg of that battle on the semifinals. Middlesbrough at home won one nil. so a lot of the talk was okay. How is Chelsea going to rebound? Is Pochettino coaching for his job? (laughs) I mean, it's pretty much the only chance they have at a trophy this year. If they can't beat Middlesbrough and the uh, Carabao Cup, that's not going to be
0: good. But, and correct me if I'm wrong. Is it still... Oh, no. it would be the FA Cup that's attached to European football. The
1: FA Cup is the one that's attached to European football, yeah. which they are still in, but they have a really tough matchup this weekend against Aston Villa, so I don't know how that's going to go for them. So, this was really important for them to to kind of make their statement. We talked about this on Tuesday's episode, how important it was, and if Pochettino was managing for his job, and hey, they got it done. They won 6-1. to one. It was not much of a game. Chelsea got a bunch of goals early on. 15th minute, they got an own goal, and then... <laughs> Enzo Fernandez scored in the 29th minute. Axel Diossi in the 36th minute. Cole Palmer, the former Man City product, he had a brace scoring in the 42nd and 77th minute. And then Mdelke in the 81st minute. Uh, Middlesbrough scored one in the 88th to make it 6-1. So Chelsea advances 6-2 on aggregate. I-, I guess my my thing on Chelsea is nothing really changes. Like, look, if they get a trophy this season, if they win the Carabao Cup and get a trophy, that's obviously at least something to look forward to in a way. But at the same time... They're still a complete mess, and I just don't see where they go from
0: here. It reminds me of, and not to take a shot at Man U, and yes, Europa League is a much bigger title. reminds me of Mourinho's version of Man U, where they were down in the dumps, and they won Europa League, and it felt like, obviously, a way bigger deal because you're getting in the Champions League, but it felt like a consolation prize to what their goal actually was. For Chelsea, it's a disappointment, regardless of the expectations, I don't think Pochettino should lose his job. I think they should stick with the project because of how young everyone is. But it isn't an excuse. It's just – it's a failure. You could still – my issue with the Premier League is how fast people lose their jobs. But, like, you could still build towards something and admit it was a failure, and it's been a failure. It's going – even if they win this, it's a failure. Of course. Unless they magically go on a run and can finish top six. To me, it's a failure.
1: Definitely. Yeah, and and the fact that they spent all the money they have in – Again, wow. a Carabao Cup in the top six. That's, that's not really... Th- I know the expectations really... I don't know how to explain it. Like, okay, I don't think a lot of people thought they would finish top four. But with the money they spent, they should be a top four
0: team. I agree. There's, there's I, no doubt. I agree. I think that... I mean, look at City right now. As a fan, we feel like it's partly a disappointment because of the money they spend. I look at the way Chelsea and Man U operate. And they spend a lot of money and they're flops. You look at teams like Liverpool who don't really spend, they don't really have the depth, they're a title contender, probably the favorites now. And you look at Spurs, everyone likes to make fun of Spurs. They are competing right now, massive injuries, and they don't spend. Even with bringing, selling a player for huge money, they still haven't spent. But Chelsea's out here. And they actually do have a young core. Like, I like what they're doing as far as the guys they brought in. I didn't want to sell Cole Palmer. Palmer
1: is fantastic. Amazing. All the guys they've bought, he is the best by far the best one and such a bargain, honestly, for what they paid. And they paid for other guys, they paid like over 100 million pounds, you know, like Fernandez
0: or Caicedo, they both have kind of been busting away. Yes. And, well, Ca- Caicedo, I mean, Ugh. I sent you a meme the other day, and it was talking about McAllister. Yeah. Liverpool wanted to buy him at a bigger price, and they got McAllister, who's a vastly better player at this point. His 35 form. million yes. euros. Crazy. And his, his form is vastly better. And I look at Cole Palmer. he's probably the best purchase outside of, I don't even want to butcher his name, Liverpool's, your guy. Oh, Sobosly, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's probably the best purchase in the league, and they have nothing to show for it right now.
1: Yeah, it's definitely up there. Like, Palmer, Sobosly, I would also say, uh, I, uh, so, so Tottenham's had a few guys they bought. They bought Udoge, who's who very is good. very good, might be the best left back in the league this year. Mm-hmm. And then they also bought the goalie, Vicario, who's, who's also been, been very, very really good. good. And they bought Madison. So they bought a bunch of guys. So th- those are some of the other guys that I've kind of looked at that. Have been really good purchases, but
0: and their goalie. And not to get sidetracked. I mean, Spurs' no. biggest issue last year, outside of Deft and their their attack outside of Kane, was their goalkeeping. Yes, like their goalie was horrendous. I have friends that are Spurs fans, and they were so excited, and it shows you how important the position is. Definitely. So Chelsea advances. They will face Liverpool. Uh, that is actually in the end of
1: February, the Carabao Cup Final, as Liverpool drew against Fulham on Wednesday. They won the first match 2-1, to one, so they went 3-2 to two on aggregate. It wasn't really a great match for Liverpool. I, I had people messaging me saying, like, oh, they played horribly, and I'm like, look, <laughs> they just needed to get the draw, and when you're in these kind of competitions and all you need is a draw, it, it, it's fine. It uh, It's fine. They don't have to blow teams away every single time they play them, and they've also, they're trying to rotate as well. Obviously, Salas out with an injury slash at AFCON. Uh, I mean, the hard. right
0: side of the pitch yeah. for them was completely flipped. Oh
1: well, yeah. You don't have Alexander-Arnold, and you don't have Salah. That's pretty much all your creativity robertson's still out that they rotated at center back they played the young kid who i really like he, he's uh i believe he's 19 or 20 he's been pretty good connor bradley the youngster right back for alexander arnold but yeah exactly you're, you're you're rotating so much and you're missing pretty much your two key playmakers
0: it's part of the growth of liverpool this year is alexander arnold yeah gro- getting back to where he was you know van dyke on a different level
1: yeah no, yeah, Trent's been, Trent's been key, and he kind of plays, like, that inverted midfield role now.
0: Uh, Even the subs they bring in, it's not like these are all guys who are regular no. rotation pieces at all. No, definitely
1: not. And, and so it's one of those things where they just needed to get through this. Now they're in the final. Sets up another Chelsea-Liverpool final, which we've seen a lot in terms of FA Cup and Carabao Cups in recent years. I believe the last three have been nil-nil and go into the uh, extra time— uh, So I'm. I I joked yesterday that it's going to be 120 minutes of nil-nil, and it's going to be decided on penalty kicks, just like it was. In 2021, when it was uh, both the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup were both decided on penalty kicks, so
0: it'll be a good matchup. I'm curious the approach Liverpool takes right now with AFCON going on and this being a midweek, you know, cup. Is the final probably takes place? The
1: The final, yeah. The finals. uh, I know the finals on a Sunday. It is the last Sunday in February, so they will move. So no 12 o'clock start. No, no (laughs) 12 o'clock start. No, thankfully that that's something that Klopp cannot complain about this time. So. But they do have another one after the next international break. They do have a 1230 start, again, for the fifth time this season, which is great.
0: I was there for one of those 12 classes You days. were. it's right. You went. So I was. This is great. Which has turned me into an Elliott fan.
1: Oh, yeah. Th- yeah. So Crystal Palace, Liverpool, about a month ago. That was like early to mid-December. December, like 11th
0: or 10th.
1: And that was coming out of the international break. Oh, it was December 9th, actually. December 9th, Saturday, Saturday morning, 1230 London time, 730 am Eastern time. Liverpool once again got the early game. You got to go and see Liverpool play against Crystal Palace. The first time you've ever been to England, first time you've ever seen Premier League teams play, you know, regular season. Yeah, I know not, we saw we, in Philly. We yeah, got not, the friendlies. we not an ICC game. Yeah, so what was your... Well, I know Sean and JJ have been overseas a lot. They've seen a lot. But what was your takeaway? First time seeing your, you know, you're 32 years old. It's been a while. You've been a fan of the sport for a while. What was your takeaway of seeing the game in, in England?
0: Uh, amazing. It was absolutely second to none. Like, I'm a huge, you know... All the American sports, baseball. I've been, we've been the Broncos games. Yes. Nothing has felt as awesome. And I'll put it this way: Crystal Palace, you know, Sellers Park was amazing. It's a way different environment. It's all very more geared towards the fans. Pricing, it was a pain in the butt to get, uh, you know, tickets, which I got very lucky. I don't even know. Can I give them a shout out? Yeah, the go for it. Yeah, of course. Uh, ground, I, I think it's called Ground Hoppers. Or Soccer Groundhoppers, something I'll get the actual name of it while I look at my phone. But they hooked it up. They only sell to Americans because you can't resell tickets in Europe if you're not selling through the team site. And they saved my life. You pay, obviously, a little bit more. But we finally got tickets. Stu knew. I was freaking out. But Sellers Park was great. There were 2,000, 3,000, I don't know how many Liverpool fans were there. It was the loudest environment I think I've ever been by. We were one section over for them. It was phenomenal. The game was phenomenal. Seeing that level, like, I've seen international matches. I've seen Copa America matches. But just seeing that level of play was amazing, even from Crystal Palace, who was the better team until Ayu got sent off. It was an amazing experience. If you're a fan, if you're just a fan of sport, you should go. If you're a fan of soccer, I could not, you know, you want to call football too because I got yelled at a couple of times about that. <laughs> but you, I could not recommend it more. My girlfriend is not a huge sports person; she en- enjoys it, but she's not following. She was hooked. She's hooked on it now. I had to scare her away from being a Crystal Palace fan. Unfortunately, that led her right into the arms of Liverpool, which is. Also, very disappointing. I love that. I love the sound of that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to
1: it. I know Mike wants to go out there at some point. I'm sure you'll be a part of that journey maybe at some point later this year or next year. But we we have to make that happen because, yeah, I'm I'm itching. I'm itching to go and see some of these matches, especially Anfield. Obviously, that's the one I really want to go to. I'm taking another vacation
0: soon. And I'm like, I'm just pushing for a European country so I can just find and. I, Italy. We'll get to Syria oh, a little yeah, bit, but will. the Europa League semis would be the week that I'd be oh. going. So if a leg there would be incredible.
1: Sticking with the Carabao Cup for just a few more minutes here. Groundhopper
0: Soccer Guides was Ooh. the company, so I really recommend that for Americans going overseas to go see some matches.
1: Absolutely. So the Carabao Cup final, Chelsea Liverpool at the end of February. It's going to be two different. Like Chelsea, it's their only chance really at a trophy, unless they make a run here in the FA Cup, which I doubt. Um, Or some crazy thing happens and they somehow make a run at the Premier League. Um, But Liverpool, meanwhile, they have a chance to do what they tried to do two years ago, which is win all four. Now, of course, they're not in Champions League. They're in Europa League. That's obviously a major asterisk and different. That's not Champions League, of course. But they do have a chance to win all four. They could win the Premier League. They, I think, have a pretty good chance to win Europa League. They're in the final of the Carabao Cup and then the FA Cup. There's still a few uh, matches to go in that. But obviously, I'm just curious to see how much Chelsea puts into this and how the difference is going to be between Chelsea going for it because it is their lone shot at a trophy and then Liverpool, who obviously they want to win the competition. They've gone this far, but at the same time, it's not an end-all be-all for them. Well, I think Klopp
0: will have to—he's going to have to rotate the squad. I know he's not going to want to— just mail it in because he is a competitor. He likes to win. All these guys want to collect trophies. We've seen Pep was very, until he lost one, yeah. he was very proud of That was his competition like every single yes. year. Yeah. But I think that there's no pressure on Liverpool. If you lose the final in this, you have three other chances at trophies. Yeah. Europa League, they're going to be in the league title race until the end of the season. But Europa League is also another big thing just because of what comes with Champions League. And I, I think that Pochettino is not going to be managing for his job, but he's going to take this far more serious right. than what Liverpool was. And I don't even think that makes them a lock to win. I think Liverpool could rotate their squad and still like, glide to victory here.
1: I definitely think they can. They do have a better squad than Chelsea. And, and Klopp has had success against Pochettino in, in, in finals and um, just head-to-head, just facing each other a lot in Premier League, League and in Champions League final, of course, when he was with Tottenham. Um, he he's had a lot of success against him, so I'm curious to see how that plays out. Yeah, and, I, and the, the the title conversation for me is interesting, and I'm, I'm curious of your thoughts as a Man City supporter. How do you feel? I still think Man City's winning the league. I, I, I already know how you feel, but for the podcast listener, I still think Man City's going to win the league. I think they're better. I think getting Kevin De Bruyne back, I just think their squad is better. I don't think it's like a guarantee. I think Liverpool's the second-best team. I think Liverpool finishes second. But I do think, in the end, I think City is too tough. They're going to go on a run. They're going to go on a seven, eight, nine game winning streak. And then Liverpool's going to, a few times they're going to slip up. And I, I think City wins the league once again. But what, what are your thoughts on that?
0: I'm not saying they can't. I'm just not confident they will. I could see them finishing third. Wow. I think we saw it. Yes, they got De Bruyne back. It took two wonder goals and a De Bruyne goal to beat Newcastle. Sure. Like it took the Oscar Bob goal, which was amazing. Great the goal. Bernardo goal was one of the best of the year. Yeah. And it's just like I, I, every time that they've come back and kind of staved off this this like disastrous loss or like a big loss, it's always coming like on an amazing play or something like that. And that's not confidence building for me. And I think that they're banged up. Like it, it's not an excuse. It's just. It's a fact. Like, they're banged up, and they have no excuse. When I say that, I mean, they have no excuse not to win because of what they spend. So, for me, it's just, it is a fact, though. They are banged up, so I can't of course expect them to win. They also haven't. Like, a lot of the guys they brought in have not been the impact players that we're used to them bringing in. They spent big money on—
1: Well, is one where, like, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet from him where yes, it's, like, ex- he's worth $120 and thank you for saving Euros. me on the
0: pronunciation
1: there. Yeah. You saw me th- floundering. Yeah, Vardial's a tough one.
0: But even in the midfield, like, they had to bring in people in the, the midfield, and De Bruyne wasn't healthy. But even with De Bruyne, I always felt they were a player or two away from having a complete midfield. Their attack is stacked even yeah. with the younger oh, guys yeah. that they brought back. And their back line is very good between, you know, the three guys that they play consistently, you know, even just Kyle Walker and Diaz being out there every day. Yeah. You have one of the best back lines in the, in the world. But I look at Liverpool, this is not, they're not deep. Like compared to a Man City in the sense that they spent a ton of money. But I, this is the deepest Liverpool team they've had.
1: The midfield is very
0: deep. Yes. The midfield goes... And they're getting Thiago
1: back at some point in February or March. If they can get something out of him, you know, coming on as a sub for 10 to 15 minutes, a match uh, by Setich, who, who's a youngster. He played a lot last year. Like, they... They, ha- they actually go, like, seven eight nine deep in the midfield this year, which is something that has definitely not yeah. been true.
0: Whether organically or not, they've built a deeper squad than they've ever had. Even guys that I get crapped on a lot, like Endo, is better yeah. than a lot of what they had in the past, and they've won the league before. I also think this one aspect of it that people seem to forget, Pep seems to struggle with Klopp. He struggled in the Boondish League with him. I mean, he didn't struggle league standing-wise, right. but yeah. head-to-head he struggled with him. And we've seen lesser Liverpool teams challenge Man City. I'm not as worried about Arsenal. It's more looking at Man City. One, their form is not great. Two, they're not healthy. And even if they do get healthy, like you can't bank on other guys staying healthy. And I look at Liverpool and they're coaching everything. And that's the main rival to me for the last five years. And it continues to be that. And I just would bank on Liverpool winning the league this year. Interesting.
1: Yeah, and obviously the big matchup between these two will be March 9th. Mm Mm-hmm. So that, that's and I'll be... be away for that. Is that, one of the, is that when you'll yeah, be away? I just oh, realized God. that. Oh, wow. That's actually
0: kind of stinks now that I think uh, about it because Peacock doesn't work overseas. That's right. Well, uh, another hot take, too, is for all of his glory in Holland, he hasn't scored anything that that I would consider a huge goal. I mean— He hasn't scored huge goals. Well, he also hasn't been healthy lately. Yes, but, but— In terms of last year and How the many big of this games year? did he just get locked up in? And yeah. it is frustrating, and this is something. I, this is not a me trying to be a hot take. This is something I complain to Stu about a lot about off the pod. And it's it's not like he he is obviously the best player in the world because of the statistics he puts up. Right? I don't think he has this. He hasn't carried them over anybody. They blew out the league, or they would you know they win because of their massive talent. And he is. He's not Salah in the sense that I feel like Salah creates a lot Salah more. Salah creates,
1: and he kind of, like, takes what De Bruyne or Agreed. other guys give him and takes
0: advantage of it He's very well. Of, but yeah, To make an I, American I, comparison, yeah. he is the, you know, back end of an alley-oop a lot of yeah. the times.
1: Yeah, he is. But, you know, we'll see. Obviously, they'll get him healthy. And, and I mean, Do- another guy that the – one, the one guy they have hit on this summer in terms of guys they bought, Doku, is
0: – I think he's incredible. He just has to stay healthy. Exactly, yeah. But,
1: I mean, Kovacic I haven't been that impressed
0: with. He uh-huh. hasn't been bad, but, again, yeah. that wasn't like a needle mover for me in the midfield. Not. Especially and- when
1: you're replacing Gundogan, who is, was an, one of the best players, yes. most reliable players, scored big goals, played in big moments. Yeah. Very underrated, too. Very, un- very underrated. Shame that he's caught kind of rotting away at Barcelona well, right now. True, that disaster. Well, it could be
0: worse. He'd be rotting away in Saudi Arabia. So, which a lot of guys yes. have been.
1: So we have FA Cup matches this weekend. This is not a Premier League weekend. It's Spurs an FA uh, Cup cities weekend. Yeah, there are some really good ones. So just looking at at the the matches, we had Bournemouth today. They played and they they won five 0 over uh, Swansea. So Bournemouth, I'll give them credit. Under Areola, I did not like when they sacked Gary O'Neill for Areola. It's kind of
0: NYCFC great.
1: It, it's benefited both <laughs> teams because Wolves are good and Bournemouth, at least the last like month or so, they've been really solid. They have not been bad. And I've, I've actually been low-key impressed with with Bournemouth of late, and they've actually played pretty well. So they win 5-0 over Swansea. Uh, there's a lot of round four matches. I'm just going to pick a couple here. And, and like you said, on Friday, if you're listening to this on Friday, Man City at Tottenham. That is one of the uh, the good matches this weekend. Uh, how do you feel about this? I know it's hard to predict these cup games and these random one-off games. Tottenham does get James Madison back. He is back healthy. He's expected to play a role, whether he starts or comes off the bench. Who knows? But how are you expecting this match against Tottenham to, Tottenham to go, who has had a great start to the season, had a few injuries, kind of slipped up a little, but they're still kind of in the mix. They're still fifth in the league. How do you see this match going?
0: I think City will win, but we'll know very early if they mm. will, because they, they've struggled the first 20 minutes of a lot of matches this year. They have it with Palace, and I don't know if it's the first 20 minutes, but early on in the match, they seem to walk through the motions, and I like I could see them going down 1-0 early against Spurs. Son had a bonehead play, but early on, he scored, and I don't know how long ago that was. I think that was in December, but he scored. Obviously, down on the other end, he had an own goal, but up until that point, they were getting dominated by Spurs, so... I think it'll be early on where you know where the match is going. I do favor City just because of it is a cup tie. So if we're rotating guys, who's the team with more depth?
1: And it also helps that that Spurs don't have San, who's at the Asian Cup. Don't have Basuma, who's at AFCON. Yep. Uh, so they do get Madison back, but you're still without San, who is one of the best players, more underrated players in the world. And the so guys, guys that City's
0: rotating up front or yeah. the guys that they are rotating on the back line, like Rico Lewis, Oscar Bob, like these younger guys that are rotating in. Um, or even if they go with a different like uh formation there they will be probably better than what Spurs is putting out there
1: yeah I agree i I, I do think city wins but I, I could see it going either way some other matches we have Chelsea and Aston Villa again that's another interesting one it is at Chelsea Villa is not as good on the road as they are at home so that's one to kind of to kind of monitor but at the same time Chelsea did play midweek did yep. play all their starters so I, can't, they I forgot tomorrow's...
0: Well, oh, we're recording this, obviously. Yeah, yeah, that yeah night. that's fine. Nah. I forgot it's going to be Friday. I'm thinking these are Saturday games. No, these are, these are oh, Friday. Are Both of these are Friday matches. i will matches. not be paying
1: attention at work tomorrow. Uh, so. Uh, that's always my struggle too so those are the two that really interest me on friday in terms of the weekend fulham newcastle again oh this one i don't
0: i'm not gonna act like i watch either of these teams but maidstone united oh, yeah if i'm Very being cool. honest i'm rooting for them out, of course outside of city i want to see them go as far as possible I'm, tomorrow they might get shellacked but so, so they are in
1: fourth in the national league you
0: for know, those that don't know that's where wrexham they're was. in the south they're in
1: the south of the national league yes that's where wrexham was before uh i guess this past year right because they got they're in League Two right now, or League One. I think they're. Wrexham is League Two. They're in League Two, right? So you know, getting to see that's the one thing I do like about these. You know, the FA Cup especially is getting to see some of these lower tier teams. Uh- Wrexham
0: plays on Monday against Blackburn.
1: Yeah, and that's a good one. And then I think uh, United. Uh, United plays Newport. They're at Newport County, so there's some interesting ones there. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see.
0: Newcastle Fulham. Yeah. I-, I am very intrigued by that, and. As far as, like, a relegation battle, two teams that are, want to play for something, Everton and Luton. Yeah, it's true. You know, they're not obviously not playing for the league, but meaning, like, if you want to get some kind of momentum for yourself, go make a run in FA Cup.
1: Absolutely. So, that, that is the FA Cup kind of preview we'll give you. Now, you are a big Serie A fan. I know you, I you, you have a few things to say about the league. You are a Roma supporter. So, I guess before we get to that, it's about a week and a half, two weeks old now. But Jose, sacked by Roma, he's out. Mutual parting ways, whatever you want to
0: call it, sacking. Well, now it seems like it was a fire.
1: Yeah, it does. So, obviously, he had had some pretty good success in terms of getting them. They got the Conference League title two years ago. They got to the Europa League final last year. Could have, should have, probably won. No comment. No comment from the Roma fan but domestically, if as I speak. N- I get in trouble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> domestically, though, not as Terrible. successful. Yeah. so what are your thoughts on the Jose uh, era coming to end at
0: Roma? I am. I think it's. He was amazing. I think that it was probably the right decision. In January, you know, the Italian government uh, revoked. It was supposed to be until March, but they did it early. They revoked a tax law that was benefiting country or the Syria teams that when they bought, it didn't matter what nationality were, but when they brought people from overseas into the league, they got a huge tax break. I think that being revoked played into the hands of Roma escalating, Josie being fired. I also think that some players probably grew sour of them. I do think it's more the he had an issue with the younger of the owners of the Freakins. I do think that's where it got to the typical Josie sourness. The fans are never going to turn on him. I think the team did the only logical thing because they also didn't have to pay him that much was bringing DeRossi. I'm not going to look at it as a failure. The team has being, this is where my conflicting fandoms come into play. Man City skirts every (laughs) restriction, which I'm not an idiot. Like I know that there's something going on there and teams like Everton uh, Forrest and uh Roma get heavy-handed penalties put down on them, and a team like Roma is now hamstrung, where they were going into the transfer period before Josie was fired with a million euro to spend, and they have more than a million euros of problems. He got as much out of this team as you could get. I mean, they have two... They have a lot of big-name players. They don't have a lot of players that are good. He... You know created that we have now youth players that have called up through the system that are great I'm going to look back on it fondly I was disappointed right. um I was more disappointed as it went along that ownership was such a adverse with him I thought it was more of a mutual departing like Stu said but it's a dis- they're in a disastrous position right now yes they won this weekend but if they can't finish in Europe even Europa League I don't know if Conference League is going to cut it because they need influx of cash they have to raise reportedly 60 euro by 60 million euro I wish it was 60 euro 60 million euro by the end of the summer and that's disastrous because they're not going to be able to improve the team you know odds are Lukaku's gone I hope that Dybala stays but odds are he's going to leave because he's cold. incredible yeah. he's incredible he's obviously hurt but when he plays he's one of the best players in the world and it's 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 he's one of the best guys I've ever gotten to see week in week out for Roma at least since you know those iterations of the Toti squads and not later years Toti where Salo kind of you know usurped him But they, you know, their top players that were there before in Spinazzola and Pellegrini have struggled. So hopefully a new tactic, a more exciting tactic, as Samso likes to call Josie a football (laughs) terrorist. He does, yeah. I do agree with him in the sense that he plays a very unattractive form. Oh but yeah! When you have a untalented squad, it works, and they're in trouble. I think the league as a whole is in trouble because of that tax law. Right. Um, it's last year was one of the most successful leagues in the world. It's exciting.
1: I was really into it last year. It was an open yeah. title race.
0: Three yeah. teams in European finals. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Inter made that crazy run. Exactly. And, yeah. Right. And Roma was in the Europa League final, and Fiorentina was in yes. the Conference League final. They Their coefficiency rose. They have teams that can actually compete for Champions League now. And I wouldn't be shocked if we see Premier Leagues and the big dogs in Spain pick off a lot of these players in, in Italy now because they're not going to be able to afford to keep them. Roma also had the highest wage bill. For what I'm saying right now, I don't want to be naive. They did spend a lot, but it was more off of free transfers, you know, the contract signings. Right. But they did have the largest wage bill in the country, I think, after Juve. UV's another one that got they got all these penalties and by the end of their restrictions they were basically slap on the wrist because they put, drawed back a lot of what they were doing so it's just frustrating as a Roma fan to see FFP comes down on them so hard when the Chelsea's, the it's Man City's. It's very selective. It's very and that's, selective. That's the worst part of it is that. And selective. I love I love the crying from the big clubs when it comes to Super League, and it's like, no, you're not being affected by this. It is this. And not that Rome is a small club, but they're definitely not a big club. They haven't been in the last seven, eight years. They had a magical run to the semis where Liverpool knocked them out, but, like, that was it. And that team was kind of a disappointment in the domestic league that year also. Mm. So it's it's tough. I am going to love Josie forever. I don't think it was a bad decision. I wish it would have came in the summer. And now I pray that they could finish in top six out there. And it's not easy because similar to the Premier League where you have an Aston Villa that is surprising everyone. You have a Bologna and Fiorentina is not a su- yeah. surprise, but they are playing above what we thought. Lazio is coming on of sorts. And it's it's going to be an uphill battle. Even with Napoli having a terrible year, like it's a complete uphill battle. That's that's the crazy thing. Going into the season,
1: and I know you watch a lot more Serie A than I do, but going into the season, you could have told me Roma Napoli were both finished in the top four, and I would have been like, yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. And they're right now they're eighth and ninth. Roma thirty two points, Napoli thirty one. And yeah, I mean it looks like Juventus at fifty two, Inter at fifty one, AC Milan a little behind them at forty five. Is there one of those three that you? favor more than the other? I would guess maybe it's Juventus or, or Inter. I'm, I'm not sure. Is there would, one that you think, think is a better Inter chance? I think
0: Inter is a better team. Mm. I don't know if they're going to jump them, but I do. I if, if you're asking me to pick between the three, I think that's the best team. I, I think that Inter, it all depends on how it's, like the big six games over there matter a lot more because a lot of the times, unless you're a Roma, when you're playing these <laughs> smaller clubs, they are running through them. It's more than a big six. I just threw that out there but they i like inter most i love the what they've done i think lutaro martinez is oh, one of the yeah. best attacking players in the world definitely although you look at juve vahalic um who i think i just i mispronounced his name there i think it goes it's Vahovic or something like that i don't even know but i i
1: do know he's probably one of those guys that is like you kind of said is probably going to be on the move at some point maybe yes. and he's
0: amazing amazing and i think osiman has gone I'm yeah, sure Chelsea gone. or Arsenal, Arsenal is where he's going to end yeah. up. Um, but Juve's had guys like Vlahovic, and I, I thought that was his name for the longest time, but then I heard someone say it differently this weekend, and I was like, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> and for Americans, I mean, Weston McKinney's been one of the best midfielders, if not the best midfielder in all of Italy this year. He's been outrageously good, and he Juventus fans actually give him love the national media out there and the national media here has ignored it mostly. And Leeds. Forget, forget that Stiney had well, Leeds, Leeds, they, last year a Well, leads they're reaping exactly what they got for yeah, it, just the Americans. But he's been amazing. AC Milan also. Politic's might have oh, been their Pulisic's most impactful. been impact- really good. He's been the most impactful signing in that league. Yeah. Um, and that's not me being biased. He has been. And he said healthy, too, which is yes. such a key, obviously, for him. Now, if Roma was playing better, you would have said Lukaku because he's been amazing. Yeah. But he hasn't really impacted them much because they're not they are not, they're not winning even though he's playing great. And they've been really great. Those three are solidified in the top three. I think AC Milan has pulled away uh, right now from four. So, it's really coming down to, you know, five teams battling for one spot in fourth. and two of those teams are desperate in making that sl- slot in Napoli and Roma, and the other three could finish in Europa League, and it's not as big of a deal. At this point, I'm just praying that they could finish in the top six because finishing yeah. in the Conference League would not feel great. No. Maybe they go win Europa League. I doubt they could get past a Liverpool or one of these other teams that they would have to face from.
1: Yeah. You never know, though. I mean, <laughs> crazier things have happened, and I think we could get a Roma-Liverpool match at some point. Yeah, That'd which be- I would not look forward to. I feel like that would be, if, if it's the first leg is within a goal, if let's just say the first leg is, you know, 3-2 Liverpool, 2-1 Liverpool, or or tied or whatever, I feel like that second leg we both have to take off from work and one hundred percent, 100%. 100%. Have to. Oh, I'm sorry. Saying. Well, I, I was like,
0: some <laughs> of us can work from home.
1: Well, I don't have that option. I, I took off when Liverpool played, uh, when they played Villarreal in the Champions League semifinals two years ago, I took off the second leg to go because I was like, I'm oh, I can't work, and it's too much stress. The fact these midweek games just stress right. the hell out of
0: me. I was actually away when Liverpool and, and uh, Roma played in the semifinals. It's
1: like a trend with you, being away when
0: I <laughs> was these luckily big away. I think yeah. I was going to a wedding, so it, it lined up that way. And I'm the only person watching on my phone in Florida because no one was caring at the time. But that was a close matchup. Uh, that year... You know, prior to when Liverpool copied them the next year, you know, Roma came back against uh, Barcelona to win in an f- incredible fashion. Mana lost with a crazy uh, goal. It's and one of the
1: best calls. That Peter Drake call bad, is one of the best uh, soccer calls you ever Amazing. It, so it makes good. me want to cry
0: when I watch yeah, it. I'm sure. And then they went down. I forget what it was. It was like 6-3 aggregate going huh. into this, like the second half of the second game, uh, the second league. And Roma was at one point a goal away from being ahead because of road goals but then liverpool scored and it was over yeah but it was a, it ended up being closer when it shouldn't have been they would wash the floor with roman this year um it's just two different giant a giant versus a team that's struggling to get by and you don't even know diabolic could sneeze and throw his back out <laughs> the week prior and not play uh, they they are in trouble. I am not confident of what they could do. There's no excuses, though, because they did bring in guys. You know, they overpaid guys. I love Ndike, but they overpaid him. You know, they brought in, they overpaid Lukaku. And not, not to say that he hasn't been good, but they paid so much to get him to accept. You, to be a top 14, you yes, paid him And that was with that. him yeah. having no options. And, yeah, you know, right. actually underpaid, and he had a release cause at $13 million, and no one, he obviously didn't accept it, so thank you for staying. And it's a different environment there. The fans are unreasonable and they're not they could finish they have a great finish of the season and they'll be asking for everyone's head to be cut off. So not literally. Yeah, well we're not Lazio. Don't want
1: that. <laughs> yes. Uh, he, uh, Anthony is not the biggest fan of Lazio as, no. as a Roma Outside, supporter. Outside of not yeah. even
0: just not even being a Roma supporter.
1: <laughs> History. Yes there's a lot there um well thank you for doing this i, I do appreciate I it i'm glad that you finally got to join there were a couple other times where i was thinking maybe we could do something uh with this but this definitely made the most sense since since everyone else was out and i was just like all right i i, I need someone to 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 you know to vent off of and to get you know especially this time of year I, and again i like the FA cup a lot but i'm not as tuned into that as i am with the Premier League so there's obviously less talking points with with you know when there's no premier league games going on but yeah this was fun and we'll, we'll definitely have to do it again soon and hopefully get you on with sean and uh jj to kind of uh yes. talk some manchester city versus manchester united trash Very
0: ironic that jj and Samson weren't here but eh, i know i'll so, save that for another day yeah I, anytime i can they vent about you. my roma drama and my sadness i am i'm all for it yeah and in the summer if you guys want to talk a little mls i'm here for that day. yeah we'll do
1: we'll do mls <laughs> we'll definitely do some american soccer especially once we get to some of the uh, tournaments but that'll be the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. To Box to Box Football. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all the places you find us. And don't forget to like and subscribe, whether on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, wherever you get us from that helps us in the algorithm. We will be back on Tuesday morning with another episode where we will recap the FA Cup Round 4 matches and talk about the latest news in terms of all of the soccer world. Thanks for listening.